welcome to another episode of the Half Full Reviews podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and today I'm joined by my favorite co-host, Zeke, and we're here to talk to you about Monster Hunter. Um, before we get into that discussion, uh, the new Monster Hunter Rise for Nintendo Switch, we're first going to cover what we've been up to. Uh, we're going to maybe talk about a few movies and video games we've seen, uh, and then we'll get right into it. So, uh, Zeke, what have you been up to lately? What have you been playing, and have you seen anything interesting? Mm, that's a good question. Um, so let's see, I've been... Uh, Monster Hunter Rise came out, I think, right around March, the end of March. And uh, I got you and um, uh, our sister Anna into that. We all got the game, we've been playing that. I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. Plus Wild Rift, which is the League of Legends mobile version of the game League of Legends, created by Riot Games was also released at the end of March, so I've been dabbling in that here and there on my phone, which surprisingly turned out, I think, pretty pretty well. I, I've been enjoying that as well. Um, I haven't been watching too much, but I'm, uh, I'm not sure when we last podcasted, but I, um, I think we've talked about everything I've seen, except maybe WandaVision, yeah, but, I, but I, you've probably already covered that since last time I was on the podcast. Um, besides that, I've been raising a child, so I haven't been up to too much more. My wife and I veg out and watch, like, uh, our guilty pleasure right now is um, reruns, or uh, Paramount Plus, the new streaming service, has Survivor on it. So we've been going back and catching up on Survivor episodes we haven't seen, seasons we haven't seen. But that's pretty much it. Survivor's pretty cool. We've gone back several times and uh, re-watched old seasons or just tried to watch every season at least once kind of thing. That's cool. Um, you mentioned, let's see, I'll, oh yeah, the uh, WandaVision. There's also Falcon and Winter Soldier is also out right now, and uh, it's April 18th, so the final episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, the first season anyways, is going to be this coming Friday. Um, so that's going to be the season finale of it, um, and it's looking pretty good. I've enjoyed the show so far. WandaVision, um, did you like WandaVision? We'll keep it short, but did you like it yes or no kind of thing? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very different, but still high quality. It was enjoyable. It was kind of sweet and concise. I honestly didn't want something extremely long, you know? And I, that's why I think of it. At some point, I'm going to end up sitting down. I, we, me and my wife watched them, um, like, when, right about now, actually. So, like, the equivalent of now for the new The Falcon one, basically, where, like, it was, like, a week or two out from having the last episode revealed, and we kind of sat down and watched, like, two episodes a night for a couple nights or something. We'll probably do the same thing with Falcon soon. Um, we enjoy, you know, we enjoyed going through it. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm definitely interested in the new um, Falcon one, too. Just, I like that they're not, like, you know, massive, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. level, like... Oh, yeah, that show went on seasons. forever. Yeah, the original yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that was, like, freaking, like, five seasons or something. That was, a, like, yeah. a show show. Yeah. I like that they're kind of, like, little concise, almost, like, little movie trilogies, but, like, they're not movies. You know what I mean? It's, like, um, like movie quality but in the form of like this new format of like a short concise little season that has like an overarching you know it is kind of cool yeah overly drawn out kind of and i, I think they, that's a really unique thing that like netflix and a lot of their streaming services kind of started to discover is like this like they can do whatever they want with television because it's not in you know it's not constrained by you know the kid you know the tv like live tv plus it's also not constrained by movie theaters so it's like they're creating experimenting and creating something that i think is good quality and it still has room to evolve and get better but yeah overall good 
Yeah, I liked it too. Me and the wife enjoyed it. It actually, we went back and watched every single Avenger movie this year already. So we've seen them Ooh. all. <laughs> all the Captain Americas, all, we've seen Black Panther, we've seen all the Iron Man. So those were fun to go back and watch. Um, but WandaVision, let's go back to that to that show quick. Uh, a very episodic, kind of like episodic movie, you know, broken up like that. And that was cool. I like the new format or as they're, I guess they're calling this like, um, not version three, but like level three or release three of the Avengers, you know, like this is, yeah. you know, wave one, wave two, wave three and wave three seems to be mostly TV. WandaVision's good. I liked how it was different. I think they took a very creative, um, gamble here or creative risk or risky, you know, direction. Uh, with going like back to the 40s and 50s and 60s and shooting it in black and white and then making it kind of a comedy and then bringing it into more of like a drama. Um, that was a neat twist for WandaVision. Um, I, liked the, I liked the ending and I like seeing how she becomes Scarlet Witch, how she gets that name. Um, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier is freaking awesome. Um, there, it's, it, it picks up again after everything else. So Captain America's already gone back in time and he disappeared and he's gone now. Um, and then they got the shield from him and that's where it's picking up. So it's, he's no longer around at all. I don't know if he's dead or something, but they talk like he's dead. Oh, no, no. And he is dead because they go see his gravestone. So Captain America's gone in Falcon and Winter Soldier. So this is like, th that, that's cool because I wasn't sure if they were going to go back in time and like shoot these miniseries with WandaVision and Falcon. I didn't know if they're going to go back and shoot these before the events of Endgame, but they're not. They're carrying on forward with the story, which is super cool. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything else about it. Um, they do, obviously, they cover, they're touching kind of like real world events or kind of making their way into the movie or into um, Falcon Winter Soldier with uh, prejudices and uh, racial issues and stuff like that. That plays a role in the in Falcon Winter Soldier as, uh, as Falcon's trying to decide if he wants the shield and that kind of thing. Um, I'm and curious, then, do they mention like Black Lives Matter, like specifically, or is it no. more just themes? No, it's just themes. themes of it, right? Things okay. that kind of go parallel with it and kind of pull that. And there's a scene with a police officer and Falcon and Winter Soldier are arguing in the street, and he comes up and asks Fal um, he asks Winter Soldier, uh, the white guy, if Falcon is bothering him because he doesn't realize that Falcon's an Avenger. And then when he realizes that he's an Avenger, he's like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize who you were. I'm sorry." So they have scenes like that that kind of are touching on things that are happening recently. Yeah, so it's cool. It, very well done. I'm enjoying it a lot. The action scenes are super awesome. Falcon and his his wings, dude, they're freaking cool. You get to see a lot of that in this because um, he's the main character. Um, and then Winter Soldier plays a huge part too. He's They're almost like co-main characters, almost. I think Falcon gets a little more screen time. Um, but that's because, obviously, he's going to become the next Captain America, if you've ever read the comics. Um, and there's actually another Captain America too, which... There's a few different Captain Americas it goes through in the comics. And one of the third Captain Americas, or the second or third, or however you want to reorder these guys, there's another one that takes up the shield too, and he's in this show. So I, I'm not going to like spoil the whole, show, the whole show or anything. I'm, you know, you I could, saw some memes. I, was I definitely saw a little bit of spoilery stuff through line. I don't know what it means. But yeah, I yeah. Saw a little bit of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I probably should throw out a little bit of a spoiler warning, but I won't give any more. I'm not going to talk any more spoilery about it. But I think you everything I've said you could have picked up from trailers. I think if you watch a trailer or seen some memes on the thing. Yeah. So it's definitely, there's a lot there. Um, and it's, you know, it's building up to a cool uh, final episode or whatever, or season finale. Um, other stuff I've seen. Let's jump out of Marvel for a second. Um, oh, wait. Uh, Loki's coming out next. So we had, yeah, Loki's the next one coming out. And that looks really good if you haven't seen the trailer. Um, 
it's alternate version Loki. So he's not a good guy. This is back when he was still a bad guy. And what happened is when he took the Tesseract, he broke the timeline. And now the time police have captured him and they're going to make him go back and fix the timeline. So that's what it's about. So he ends up fighting himself. There's multiple Lokis and he has to fight himself constantly. So he's both the good guy and the bad guy in the new show. Looks like it's going to be pretty it's an cool. Interesting premise. Yeah. I, I definitely that one intrigues me for sure. So that'll be interesting. Okay. So uh, we're talking about Monster Hunter Rise today, but I saw the movie that just came out at the end of last year, um, not too long ago, uh, called Monster Hunter. And that was, I think it, I don't think it came to theaters. It might have. It might have just gone straight to Amazon and digital release. It was and, probably a limited release in theaters. Yeah. You can pick it up in store now. Um, that was interesting. Mila Jovovich, you know, she's a really famous actress and she plays in Resident Evil series as the main character. They brought her in for this. And I think that's like, that's their face, their movie poster face to try to get ticket sales and stuff. Um, and then they took kind of a weird turn with the Monster Hunter movie. So it's set in our world and she's a, a US soldier over in Afghanistan or Iraq or something. And her entire squad encounters a sandstorm and gets sucked into Monster Hunter world. And, and uh i definitely need to throw out a spoiler warning guys if we start talking about something i'm going to try not to spoil it <laughs> um but i'm going to give you like a synopsis or like a trailer of a version pitch of it i'm not going to tell you what happens in the movie but just know we're going to be talking about a couple different things um yeah so 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 that's that so they took a weird twist with it where instead of it being just about monster hunter and it just being a video game world it's a real world sucked into a video game world that then gets sucked back into the real world you know so like it kind of crosses back and forth which is kind of jarring to me but i think their idea with it is that maybe it can hit a wider audience because generally video game movies don't tend to do that great i think sonic the hedgehog did good i think the new pikachu movies did good um the detective pikachu and stuff but usually video game movies flop i liked tomb raider the newest one that came out that was another good one so maybe maybe we're getting away from the movie video games flopping and maybe they're starting yeah, to get better. I definitely think we are. I definitely think there's... I mean, there's there's also... I can't remember off the top of my head. There are some new, some more ones coming out, too, that are supposed to be, like, high-production, interesting video games that are supposed to be turned into movies. So it's... I think it's... A, I think it'll be interesting. Well, um, I'll, I'll, I've also been playing EVE Online, like normal. I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise with you on Switch. Um... I've been playing a couple different Switch and computer games here and there. Just small stuff, really. Whatever friends are playing or, you know, checking in on old games. Um, the only other movie I want to mention quick is called Love and Monsters. And that's also on Amazon. You can rent it or buy it. Um, again, that's Love and Monsters. And that, the reason why I mention it, is it's definitely worth watching. Go watch it. It was freaking hilarious. I watched it last night. It's a horror comedy or a suspense comedy. It's not really horror. When I say horror, I mean the old genre, like, uh, like Zeke, you know those old movies where they have big spiders, giant spiders that eat people? Yes. Like tarantula, like black and white, and it's trying to, that's what yes. it is, but it's modern. So there's like, what happened is, to set up the movie, an asteroid was going to kill Earth, so we shot a nuke at it, and it blew up the asteroid, but then it rained down radiation and mutated all the bugs, and now they're huge, and they've been eating humans, and now it's the last of humankind trying to fight off the gigantic bugs. Oh, wow. It's called Love and Monsters, and the main character is really funny. Um, he's played, I think he was in Maze Runner. I think he was the main character in Maze Runner. Um, and 
he's kind of wimpy at the start and he sets out on an adventure into the overworld for love you know to find this girl or whatever and the movie's just it's funny it's cute it has some uh a little bit of suspense thrown in at moments but it's it's like suspense that you know it's not a zombie jumping out it's not like a guy with an axe jumping out at them trying to murder them. it's a giant spider or a huge toad or something with suspense yeah. it, it's kind of like but it gets really suspenseful at moments anyways go check that out i'm actually going to write up a review on it probably today or tomorrow but go check that out it's really funny um and with that let's go ahead and segue into our main topic which is going to be monster hunter rise all right, so Zeke, Monster Hunter Rise on Nintendo Switch. You, me, our sister, we've been playing that um, as a trio. We've been uh, getting on at least one night a week, sometimes more, and playing that. You've made it the furthest. I think you've beaten the whole game by now. So the way Monster Hunter games are traditionally set up, I'm not a huge longtime Monster Hunter fan, but I did play Monster Hunter World like the, the for like the first main story. So the way these games set up is like there's like this thing called low rank or village quests, or it's taken different, a lot of different names, but it's basically like the story mode. There's like a story mode. And I have completed like the initial story mode. But these games, these Monster Hunter games are kind of like um, Pokemon, I think, where in a sense, like there's like, you can play through the main story, right? Where you, you encounter most of the monsters and things like that, or most of the, the, the content. But then there's like additional like, and extra content added on at the end and then they end up releasing like an expansion which is supposed to come out at the end of april um monster hunter world did it in the form of like uh they also did something similar a lot of the monster hunter games do something like that but basically yes i played through like the storyline like the, the, the i got the credit roll and all that stuff and now i'm in a high rank which you still there's actually new a lot of new content in high rank like new all, all kinds of new monsters all kinds of new stuff new gear like it's it's kind of like the post game like if you think of like an mmo maybe i think that's more relatable where like your like your your game is getting to like max level right that's like your story mode your mm -hmm. individual play and then once you get to max but the game doesn't really start to get to max level i think a really good way to explain this is you and me and our buddy brandon had played destiny too right we all played that for a while yeah this to me monster hunter is just like destiny or just like borderlands it's the exact same gameplay. It's just a like different an setting. Game, like I was saying. Yeah, yeah like, like, like you, you, you go out... storyline, <clears throat> which is good. Yeah, and there's a single-player story and a multiplayer story, right? But either way, you end up... It's the same cycle of going out, fighting something, completing a mission, capturing something, whatever it is, and then you get your rewards, you upgrade your gear, and you come back to the hub where you can then spend money or do things yeah. and hang out yeah, with your friends. Very, and yeah. then you... Yeah, you keep setting very out similar missions. to Destiny. Very similar to and Destiny. And Borderlands. That's not first person at all. Like, the the gameplay is different than Destiny, but the structure of the game is very Destiny-esque. Where you can either do everything, you can kind of almost do everything either in multiplayer mode or in single-player mode. You can still unlock mostly, mostly everything either way. It's just a matter of um, how you prefer to play it. And mm -hmm. there's, like, a hub area where you can you know see and run around with people and then you embark out on these missions yeah so yeah very similar i think that's a great way of like, explaining it but and, and then the thing that makes it different is so let's talk a little bit about the gameplay here you are playing a hunter uh who's hunting monsters whoa mind blown um and you have armor this is like a japanese setting this time around they changed the setting kind of like pokemon games jump from like england to america to japan they like change 
where it's based out of. One of them was set in Hawaii. This game's kind of set in Japan, or Japan-esque, and you eat food, and you go out on a hunt, uh, you choose your weapon, and you explore a giant jungle, lots of different jungles you can explore in different settings, um, and you're chasing a monster, or there's lots of little monsters you can fight on the way, or you can go resource gathering and crafting, um, and then when you're done, and you find your monster, uh, and you hunt him, then, then you go back to your hub, but but the, the hunt part is like, you engage the monster, you flip over him, you chop him with your swords, you shoot bow guns at him, whatever it is you're doing to fight the monster. He runs away, you chase him some more, you fight him some more. He eventually dies, you skin him or capture him or whatever. If he didn't die, you capture him, whatever you're going to do with him. And then you go back to the hub and you have your rewards and stuff. And that's kind of the gameplay. Um, the monsters are really cool. Um, the controls are a little bit advanced, like they're kind of basic controls, but you can do combos and combinations that you can learn. Well, there's different, and there's different weapons too. Some weapons are more basic and simple <clears throat> than others. And so there's, there's a, there's a, like a lot of different play styles, right? So the game itself is built around hunting the monsters, but there's so, but there's like, I think 14 different weapons or something like that. And each one is dramatically different. Some are very much, much, much more simpler if you just want to get in and like, you know move through the game and then but they've all got a sense of like complexity to them like at a higher level at least a little bit mm -hmm. some more than others some are like higher skill cap you might say than uh, you know what i mean or like more complex but bigger potential you know but i mean even the simplest of weapons have really high potential too yep so i mean it's it's cool i mean i think we, we kind of covered the basics of what it is so so what do you enjoy a lot about it? Or what, what's what been your favorite part of playing it so far? <clears throat> uh, my favorite part, I mean, it, it's it's a very simple game. And I think the, na I think they, it, the name is very true to what it is. It is a hunting game, right? And so if you don't enjoy the, the core content of the game, which is going out on a hunt and, you know, learning the monsters, tracking the monsters, learning how to use your weapon, when can you go in and hit him? When can you, when do you, should you back off and let him do his like weird slashing out? You know what I mean? And then kind of sneak in and get an attack. Where are his weak points? You know what I mean? There's, it's really, there's just, there's this very deep combat, but also, you know what I mean? You could brute force it in some sense a lot of times, but you also like learning the nuances helps you to not only get better gear, but, um, get the materials essentially that you need to get better armor to make you stronger but also to get better weapons and then you know there's obviously lots of different types of modifications and enhancements you can you get later on in the end game like you can increase your attack with your armor you know what i mean if your armor has stats and like buffs essentially that can buff you up and there's a lot mm -hmm. of unique ones in this game which is a little different than some of the past games from what i've like ice heard. resistances or fire extra damage to fire and yeah, like... but it even gets more complicated where like you yeah like so those are some of the basic ones that you would expect and like you know increase the da damage or increase the you know critical strike but then there's also like more nuanced ones like you know like when you dodge you can dodge further or when you transform your weapon you know like a switch act when you switch back and forth or morph your ability your weapon it goes even quicker or when you dodge, like when you roll to the side, you get a, a, a window of invincibility where like, you know, you can like dodge through an attack essentially. So there's cool. some interesting sides, like interesting mechanics like that, I think, which I, I think is, is fun and interesting or like, um, and I, there's, it's, it's a deep game, but it's also, it's, I think they've gotten really good over the, I think these last two games, like this one specifically and the last one, Monster in a World, they did a really good job of making it 
it, you're able to get into the game. It's beginner friendly. You don't have to know all the intricacies of everything. But if I, I've stayed more that at that surface level, go, right? So I stayed yeah. more like so. Most of what I've done so far has been multiplayer, and my favorite part of the game so far is actually the monsters themselves. So I like that uh, each yeah, monster is cool. different, very visually different. It acts different. It behaves, you know, it behaves and acts. Um, it uh, has different moves. It does different combat tricks. It has different, obviously, different resistances and damage types and stuff. But more than that, it's visually different when it does stuff, and you can watch it, kind of like doing a MMO raid and doing boss fights with your friends. And that's what I like getting with two or three friends and taking on this monster. And what's cool is the monsters are harder when you do them in multiplayer, so it pays off to to have um. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't pay off, but it it definitely it gets harder with friends. So you're not missing anything by playing multiplayer. Um, you know, you can experience it single they player. They scale it up. Right. They scale, they scale it up. up. So when you when you when um they scale up the monster's health essentially, and I think they even make his moves a little different. Like he acts a little differently. I think he's a little more active if there's more people. But I don't know that for sure. So don't quote me on that. But yeah, it definitely changes and it scales with multiplayer and the and monsters do just they do so much cool stuff like they run away from you yeah. but then not only that when they get to a certain amount of health they start behaving different and they'll pick up yeah. a rock and use it as a shield yeah. or you know well in, in in little do you know but your weapons inflict certain types of statuses on them so like if you're using like a blunt weapon like a stick or a right a, a, you know what i mean or like a, a hammer or like a hammer or something you're more likely to knock the monster unconscious and tire him out because or, or a bow and arrow with, with sleepy with sleepy thing sleepy poison yeah. on a bone arrow and you make them sleepy or if you're using you know. a sword like a sharp weapon you can cut off their tail you know what i mean yeah. there's 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 a depth to it that you don't really realize like you just pick up a weapon you start playing and you don't realize but your weapon adds to you know actually changes the fight you know what i mean it changes the way the monster reacts to you it changes what you do to the monster and that just it's it's just cool like that like it's it, they did a good job of making it seem real you know what i mean like you're you affect it, you know what I mean? Like, each hunt can be very unique and very different because the monsters kind of randomly spawn around the, the world, their, their, their hunting environment, and then there's other monsters that they can interact with. And so one time, you know, there might be two monsters fighting and you when you encounter, your, you know, you have to kill one of them, but he's already fighting someone else. You can either jump in there and try to get some hits off, you can just kind of sit back and let them do some damage on each other, you know? And Or you can mount the, the opposite monster and then use like ride that monster and use him to hit the other guy and get some damage off on him. So, you know, it's just like there's, you know what I mean? It's it's I think it's a game that I, I wouldn't I don't like the word grind, but in a sense it is like a fun. The, it's about the fun of the grind, and essentially, and I think that's they they did a really good job with that. I think that's at the heart of the game is like it's about hunting monsters. And it's, it's kind of like a looter good. shooter, but no shooting. <laughs> yeah, and it's very but, fun yeah. to hunt, hunt the monsters. You know, yeah. you can make it more challenging by going in with lower gear if that's your thing. If you're like a Dark Souls type, you know. One of my favorite game. monsters is the giant frog. I think he's hilarious. He bloats up like a giant toad and like gets huge. Oh, the the platypus like. Um, yeah, the platypus frog thing. mix yeah. up. He's a funny like one. Tetradon. I think he's called Tetradon or something. Okay. Like that. Some of my other favorite ones are obviously dragons, because I'm a big dragon fan. I like dragons a lot. So yes. anytime there's anything yes. that looks like a dragon, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dragons are cool. I'm actually fighting a like a shark looking monster with like two feet essentially. I don't know. It's actually pretty cool looking. But yeah, there's a lot of cool monsters and I think that's part of the fun of the game too, just getting in there, seeing the monsters, seeing how they behave, what they do, you know, and that kind of stuff. And I 
to sum it up, you know what I mean? I think I would recommend trying out the game, especially if it sounds anything vaguely like something you're interested in, even if you just play through the story mode, you know. But I think if you do that, that's a really good segue into the other parts of the game if you want to get into that and the more deeper elements, which I am just now starting to get into, which is very fun and enjoyable for me. Very cool. Well, I think we covered it well. Um, I think we did a good job talking about Monster Hunter Rise. I think uh, we both would recommend it if you guys want to. If you're looking for something fun to play, something that you can play on your Switch and mobile or with friends, um, you know, I think we've given you a good idea of what to expect from it. So hopefully that helps you make a decision if this game's for you. Um, if you'd like to learn more about it, you can go to my website. Um, I'll have a review up for that soon. Uh, and you can read a review on halffullreviews.com. Um, also, I, quickly before we go, I want to plug another project I've been working on. I have a new podcast out. Um, the podcast is called Marketing Masters. And uh, I don't know if it hit iTunes and Google Play yet. We just submitted it the other day, but it will be on iTunes and Google Play soon. So keep an eye out. I'll mention it next time we shoot a we shoot an episode. But yeah, Marketing Masters, it's all about business and marketing geared towards small to mid-sized businesses. So if you want to learn some tips or if you're a marketing professional and you want to learn a little bit of it, um, maybe some tools and some stuff too, it's designed to help both businesses and marketing professionals that are getting started. Um, you know, to, yeah, well, that's that. I mean, yeah, so go ahead and check out our website, check out our other podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll be back again soon to cover another video game or another movie. Um, until then, may the force be with you. Peace out.